Listening to your favorite CGSW programming just got even easier with the brand new CGSW radio app. With over 110 music shows, podcasts, and multicultural programs, you can listen to the shows you love and find new ones that fit with genres or categories you're interested in. Look up CJSW on the App Store or Google Play now and download it onto your phone to bring CJSW with you wherever you go. Jenny Kwong for Earthlink on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary, on Treaty 7 lands and Métis Region 3. On the program today, I have as a guest Rohit Chikani. He's the Artistic Director for Alberta Theatre Projects and will be on the show to talk about his new adaptation of The Jungle Book. After that, we'll hear from MC Red Cloud. He is here uh, representing a show called Bear Grease, that will be part of the holiday programming for Making Treaty 7. First up, Rohit Chakani from ATP. Hi, my name is Jenny Kwong for ArtsLink on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. Today I'm speaking with Rohit Chokani, the Artistic Director of Alberta Theatre Projects and also the director of a new play, an adaptation of The Jungle Book. Welcome, Rohit. Thank you. It's great to chat with you this morning about The Jungle Book. And so how's the play going? I know it's a few weeks before the play actually begins for audiences to see. Yeah, the play is going great. We are right now in the second week of rehearsals, and the excitement is building. There's a lot of buzz, and... Uh, we are very excited. It's a cast of 10 uh, actors, and all of us are uh, finding some unique ways on how to uh, depict animals on stage. So it's been going pretty good. And so what attracted, to, uh, what attracted you to the story? Uh, to what attracted me to the story? I, was, uh, I grew up in India until I was 22, and that's when I left India. So as a kid... Uh, I was always drawn to the Jungle Book. Um, uh, I won't tell you my age, but but this, these were the days before the internet and before like cable television. So it was it used to be public television. And uh, as a kid, me and my sister used to like get up at 8 a.m. on Sunday and 9 o'clock. We would always watch the Jungle Book. And uh, so there's a little nostalgia around uh, around what I did as a kid. And so uh, that was primarily the reason, uh, but also like at ATP, uh, Alberta Theatre Project has always done uh, uh, for, uh, productions during the holiday season, uh, which is at December, 
for all ages. And so I was, when I was uh, given the opportunity to be the artistic and the executive director at Alberta Theater Projects, I was kind of drawn to uh, something that would be still continue the ATP tradition of a holiday show that would still appeal to all ages. But also I wanted to find something which would uh, bring in uh, people from all walks of life. And so I thought something like a Jungle Book would be very interesting for our existing audience, as well as the new demographics of Calgary and Alberta. And so who do you have playing the different parts? Oh, <laughs> that's a long, long story. We had a, this production is like so full of uh, unique uh, aspects. So like we have uh, puppets, we have props, we have dance, we have movement, we have South Asian dance. So um, the casting process for this production was very unique in the sense like we didn't just hire like your regular theater actors, but we also hired like special folks who can do certain special talents. So um, for I won't give away the names because I would I would like to keep it as a surprise. But uh, to give you an example, our Mowgli is very unique, and uh, our Mowgli is a, a, a woman playing a Mowgli. So so I think the, we've we've cast it in a very gender fluid way, and uh, we also have like some special puppeteers. We have special uh, uh, dancers, uh, like we have uh, this amazing choreographer Srina Patel who is doing some of our uh, Indian folks that folk dance uh, choreography. And then she's in the show as well. She's like an amazing dancer. So without giving too much away, th- those are the two big things that I want to highlight. Yeah. And so I guess um, uh, with uh, every holiday season, uh, there are different things going on in the city. So uh, what, uh, you, what will you hope audiences will see when they get there? Yeah, I think I've always believed that uh, holidays uh, holidays are a great way to bring people and communities together, and it's a great way to show up at theater and get entertained. Um, and uh, for me, a holiday, I grew up in India, so, you know, my, for me, the holiday is different. We Our community just finished celebrating Diwali. Um, I know for some folks, uh, Hanukkah is important. For some folks, uh, the Chinese New Year. For some folks, uh, 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 Christmas. So for me, it was like... Uh, I want people from all walks of life, uh, regardless of what their definition of holiday is, to come and watch this show. And I think, uh, I think uh, by programming Jungle Book, uh, we we are catering to anyone and everyone, regardless of what holiday means to them. Yeah. And I guess, um, uh, I guess, the, uh, the, uh, from seeing the different adaptations, there seems to be a lot of energy, but there are also serious moments about uh, where. Uh, humans and uh, about humans and nature yeah that's a that's a great that's a great point you make uh i think the very commercial and more modern versions of jungle book have uh i, I like them but they're very different they're musicals there there's a lot of singing and dancing and they're set more in modern times uh for me what was unique was uh for me i i always i was thinking like what drew to me uh as a kid and and it really is the story of mowgli and uh and it's a coming-of-age story, and every kid has to go through that in their teenage or even when they're uh, younger. And uh, it's that story that uh, that drew me to doing this show. And then there's, like, kids have this innocence about things, and kids are very smart, and they ask very smart questions. And uh, and uh, connecting that to nature and connect that, connecting that to animals, because animals are also very instinctual. They're very much in the moment. And kids, kids can be that. So... 
those are the two things that we're really focusing on this production. Uh, it's not your, uh, you know, super uh, uh, commercial version of Jungle Book. It's actually a very human uh, story that entertains people from all ages. And we're setting it in, in India during the 19th century. So we're kind of going back to uh, the original books of the Rodyard Kipling. And, uh, and the play, it's not a musical, so there's dialogue and things like that. So we're going back to the original books as much as we can. And then uh, as I was raised in India, uh, we, I also wanted to do certain things that are more specific to my take on uh, certain cultural elements as opposed to what Rudyard uh, was doing in his books. So there are places where we stick to the original stories and there are places where we sort of challenge uh, Rudyard's take on it. And I, I go into, like, for example, uh, the connection of elephant to Ganesha, which is a big festival in India where we where we talk about uh, the elephant god. And so there are such, such uh, references, uh, which I'm sure will appeal to the uh, people from all walks of life, but I'm sure the South Asians in the audience will also appreciate those uh, cultural connections. Um, I believe uh, when I talked to Calgary author Sean Hunter, she put together a book on the literary history of uh, Calgary. And uh, one entry in her book suggests that uh, Rudyard Kipling actually did visit Calgary at one point. So, uh, oh, wow. What, so what That's would awesome. you do if you actually had the chance to meet him? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It comes up in rehearsal all the time. I often say, like, we are, like, as, as actors, we have to go deeply into our characters, and somebody will be like, ask me a question. And I was like, I did not meet you, Rudyard, but I would like to ask him. Like, uh, if I met Rudyard, I would really like to ask him uh, how he chose the names, because... Uh, some of the names you've chosen are like directly derived from the Hindi words that I know. So, for example, Palu, uh, the word Palu in Hindi literally means a bear. And then there's words like Akela, uh, and Akela in uh, in Hindi means like uh, the lone the lone person. And so, uh, like lone the lone wolf, lone person, that kind of thing. So, uh, there are some places where uh, Rudyard has been very intelligent in like taking directly those names. But then there are some names like uh, uh, like Shere Khan, or uh, there are some names like Mowgli itself, where it where people think that they are coming from uh, Hindi or Indian uh, Indian culture, but uh, but those names are coming from somewhere else. And so, if I had a chance to meet Rudyard, uh, I think I will have a healthy, fun, uh, joking debate on on certain choice of words that he has uh, taken from in, in Hindi and some words that he hasn't. And I'll on in our play where there are certain words we are keeping to uh, to what Rudyard wanted, and there are certain words that we are changing uh, uh, because we live in a very different times now, and we need to be much more sensitive to how. Uh, we depict gender and how we depict race and culture uh, in production. So yeah. that's what I will, I will talk with Rudyard about, yeah. Yeah, there is the debate on different adaptations about cultural appropriation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's why um, uh, my body line of work has always been about like uh, being very culturally conscious, and, uh, and this is still an all-ages production. So we don't, like, uh, we don't make it a big issue about it because we want kids to have fun uh, at a holiday show. But I have definitely changed uh, the things in the original books that I felt were slightly problematic. And so uh, I have definitely made it more fun and more culturally uh, uh, proper in terms of my own views on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up? 
No, I think uh, I think this is exciting time. The snow is coming down in Calgary, and I think uh, I can feel the 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 you know the vibe of the holiday season coming. And uh, I'm, uh, my marketing team is already sending me reports, and I can see that there's a great buzz around the production. I can see like a lot of families are already purchasing tickets. So um, I just want to give a great uh, high high-value holiday show and uh, bring communities and bring people from all walks of life, from the current demographics of Calgary and Alberta, to come to our Martha Cohen Theatre and Fat Arts Commons and just celebrate the holiday spirit with all of us, regardless of uh, which holiday they celebrate. All right. Thank you very much, Rohit Chokani, for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much, and it's great chatting with you. Okay. Hi, this is Jenny from ArtsLink. That was my interview with Rohit Chokani, from Alberta Theatre Projects. Their production of The Jungle Boat begins November 30th and goes all the way to December 31st. Tickets and information on the show and cast members can be found at albertatheaterprojects.com. Now it is time for the events calendar. First up is Lunchbox Theatre. Their program for the holiday season is called Home for the Holidays. It runs November 29th to December 18th. A flight from Florida to Calgary gets stuck. Four strangers get stranded together at an airport. What happens to get them into the holiday spirit and to get to know each other better before going on their separate ways? It is a holiday musical at Lunchbox Theater by Kaylee Riggett and Alexandra Kalman. Look for more information and tickets by visiting lunchboxtheater.com. The Funk will be in Calgary on Thursday, December 1st at Commonwealth Bar. They're a local dance and electronic project that can be found on a number of streaming sites and has released four albums. The doors at Commonwealth Bar will open at 9pm Thursday, December 1st. Currently, there are a few visual art exhibits at Art Commons. At Ledge Gallery is found in translation. It is a collection of ceramics and other craft items that communicate something about the cultural backgrounds of the artists. Mao and Chris have worked together as artists and are life partners. They completed their Master of Fine Arts degrees at the University of Calgary in 2017. The exhibit will be on until January 22, 2023. There are more exhibits at Art Commons, such as the Truth and Reconciliation Exhibition at the Plus 15 Galleries between City Hall and Glenville Museum. It is a showing of the work of 13 artists, each depicting their culture and contribution to truth and reconciliation. That will be on exhibit until January 22nd, 2023. The Mavens at the Attic Bar and Stage is a dance production that takes place every third Friday of each month starting at 8 p.m. They are a professional dance company showcasing dancers at a range of expertise. The next performance is on Friday, December 16th. The Attic Bar and Stage is located at 1413 9th Avenue Southeast in Englewood. That is it for the events calendar for the end of November. 
If you'd like your event to be part of the events calendar, please email artslinkradio at gmail.com and I'll try to check it more regularly going forward. Hello, uh, my name is Jenny Kwong for ArtsLink on CJSW 9.9 FM in Calgary. So I have a guest today talking about Bear Grease, which is a production that will be in town uh, starting December 1st. So welcome. Uh, can you introduce yourself and say where you're from? Hello, how's everybody doing? My name is MC Redcloud. I'm actually born and raised in Los Angeles, California, but I have been in Edmonton, Alberta for the last three years here in beautiful Treaty 6. All right. And so tell about tell us about the production. How did it uh, start? Oh, yeah. So um, we wrote this musical in our basement. Uh, my wife and I are both musicians and, and actors. Well, her more than me. She's um, the 2021 Canadian Screen Award winner for Best Actress in a Series uh, for her role as Maggie Moody in Trickster. So uh, her mom's an actress, brothers, the whole family. You know, we met in Hollywood. So uh, it's, it's our passion. It's what we love. And one day we decided to just put our heads together and, and create something amazing. And it started as just a silly idea, you know. Oh, hey, what if... What if there was a Greece, like the movie Greece, right? But yeah. all natives. And then we just started creating the songs right there. And um, we couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's how Bear Grease started. Uh, and we debuted it at the French Festival here in Edmonton. And it was the first show to completely sell out. It sold out in 15 minutes. So we're pretty proud of that. And we said, hey, maybe we got something really cool here. <laughs> And so what you got you interested in the musical Grease? Uh, did it, was it something that you watched uh, early on in your career? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, all the kids love Grease. You know, all the high school kids love it. I was actually in Grease uh, when I was in high school. Um, and so uh, it's, it's personal to me. I really love it. Uh, it came out the year I was born. So it came out in 78. Uh, and that's when I was born, so that's pretty cool. And um, I just, I, I love the characters. I, uh, it's such a hilarious movie. And um, it's it's more than just a native version of Grease. Uh, we incorporate hip-hop and doo-wop and elements of powwow dancing and hoop dancing and, and, and jingle dress dancing and break dancing. And it's a, it's a very creative musical that's beyond it being a parody it really is like the art of inclusion and the art of representation. And so this is the second time you're bringing it to Calgary as well? Yes. So when we came to Calgary, uh, we sold out four shows. Um, and uh, they were amazing. I think four or five shows. Yeah. Um, and it was an amazing, amazing turnout. So now we're in an even bigger theater at the Grand. And um, it looks like the tickets are flying. So I really hope all the listeners uh, get some tickets to see Bear Grease. Uh, it looks like the, day, the, the, the seats are selling out really, really quickly. So you don't want to be stuck with just a Sunday matinee seat. So if you want to come see us, get your tickets now. Yes, and I guess it's kind of sad this year because uh, Olivia Newton-John passed away. And so this might be something that people might be, gravitate towards this year as well. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, my wife, Crystal Lightning, plays Sandy, um, you know, based on Olivia Newton-John's uh, uh, character and work. So it's a beautiful ode. And we actually have a version of uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You that uh, Olivia Newton-John sings, but we do it um, uh, in a traditional Cree way. So I think you'll really love it. All right. And I guess... Um... So how has the tour been like so far? The tours have been insane. So we thought, hey, you know, uh, you know, we're selling out a lot of seats, but, you know, it's here in, in Treaty 6. It's in Treaty 8. We're selling out. And then we came down to Calgary, and we would sell out in Treaty 7. And then they were interested in bringing us to the United States. And so um, I told the cast, hey, guys, you know, uh, this, is, this isn't normal. You know, usually theater production, sometimes they perform in front of 15 people, 20 people. Uh, we're very blessed to... To, to sell out seats and sell out, you know, houses. But once we go to the States, it's going to be a different machine. You know, the U.S. is a different type of monster. And, um, you know, so don't be afraid if, you know, you know, a smaller amount of people come. You guys just give it your all, and we'll really go hard um, and, and give them our best no matter what. And then so we did Denver, and we sold out Denver. And then we did Las Vegas and sold out Las Vegas and Pachanga Casino in L.A. And uh, it just it, it went. It I had I put my foot in my mouth because it's been nothing but a good turnout every show. <laughs> and Sue, who do you have on the cast and crew? What's it been like working together? Oh man. So yeah, my, uh, myself, uh, my, my, my wonderful wife, Crystal Lightning, and then we have this star-studded cast. We have um, Melody MacArthur. She just won the Native American Music Award for Best Pop Album. We have Artson, all the way from Los Angeles, and he's also a, a NAMI Award winner for Best Hip Hop. Um, geez, we have Tennille Whiskey Jack. She's in a bunch of films, you know, Dream Keepers, and she's also a playwright herself. Um, and more actors like uh, Rodney McLeod. We have uh, we have hoop dance world champion Dallas Arcan Senior. We have um, boy uh, uh, a, a bunch of young actors from the scene here in Edmonton from the theater scene that uh, that are just destroying it. You're gonna love all of the characters on our show. Oh, we have Nippius. Woo, this wonderful. She's from Merchants of the Wild on APTN and. And she's also a fashion designer. Um, just uh, oh, Tammy Ray. How can I forget? Tammy Ray is Rizzo. She's amazing. She went viral because she sang "All I Want for Christmas" in Cree. Uh, that was everywhere. So that's her. She's in her cast, and she's on fire. Um, holy! Uh, I really, I really can't wait for you guys to see this show. It, yeah. It's beyond amazing. Beyond words. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I remember seeing. Um, uh... Oh, Dallas Arcan. Okay, yes. sorry. Uh, I mean, Dallas Icon. Dallas Icon. Yes. Sorry, I forgot his name because I remember seeing him uh, perform at Mount Royal University when I was a student there. So I remember him. Okay, so maybe you saw Dallas Arcan Jr. You probably saw his son. Okay. Yeah. So. (laughs) So that. uh, Senior. I guess that uh, it's gonna uh, be a a great show uh, with uh, all the cast members uh, bringing it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said it. It's a top-notch, first-class, indigenous theater in the flesh. You're, you're going to love it. All right. Or your money back.
I think I uh, that's all the questions that I had. So yeah, I'll sign off for now. I guess. Uh, thank you for your time yeah. today, and I'll hope to see you at the show. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, Jenny. Come out and check us out. Uh, we can't wait to perform for you. All right. Thanks. Okay. Have a good one. Have a good one. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Jenny, and that was my interview with MC Red Cloud from the production Bear Grease. Bear Grease will be in town December 1st to the 4th at the Grand Theater. The Grand is located at the Lougheed Building at 608 First Street Southwest. For more information and tickets, visit makingtreaty 7 that's the numeral 7.com. Hi, this is Jenny Kwong for ArtsLink. Here's one last word. ArtsLink is about performing arts, visual arts, and everyday creativity. ArtsLink is a program on the last Monday of each month hosted by myself, Jenny Kwong, and Nathan Taylor. Thank you to all the donors that pledged during the Funding Drive show for ArtsLink and the CJSW Originals Podcast Department as a whole. It is through your efforts and money that keeps ArtsLink and all the spoken word shows going, such as Writer's Block, Sprawlcast, and Accessible Airways.